it, I guess the best part is the freedom. And sometimes that can be a little scary, but if you can just really rest in the fact that you have your children's best interest in mind and, and work out whatever is facing you with, um, supplies or curriculum or one-on-one or -on -one time with the child. It just really, it's, it's just amazing. Welcome to Homeschool Conversations with Humility and Doxology, a series of interviews with real-life homeschool moms, dads, and other educators on all sorts of topics that affect our lives as homeschool parents. I'm Amy Sloan, a second-generation homeschool mom of five, and I am so delighted that you are here. Here on Homeschool Conversations, we'll discuss educational philosophy, family life, and more. Come chat with us. And today I am joined by Trisha Hodges and Lucia Hames, who you probably know as Nana from ChalkPastel.com. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Well, Trisha has been homeschooling since 2000, and she and her husband also have five children, and they have successfully graduated two of them from their homeschool. She writes online at HodgePodge uh, blog and The Curriculum Choice, and she's the author of the book, Help, I'm Homeschooling. Alongside her mother, she can be found at chalkpastel.com, a place where every child and adult discovers that they truly are an artist. Lucia Hames, or Nana as her family and online fans call her, was awarded a wonderful art scholarship from the Rockefeller Foundation in her sophomore year of college. But love intervened and she married, had babies, and left the scholarship behind. For years, she and her sisters painted murals in schools and in the children's ward at their local hospital. She started pastel lessons in 2009, finally finding what she calls her art. Nana is on a mission to show fellow artists just how satisfying, cost-effective, and easy pastel painting is to accomplish. And my children, are some of your biggest fans. So they were very excited that I was gonna to get to talk to you today. <laughs> well, I would actually like to start, Trisha, with you and just ask you to tell us a little bit about your family, um, your decision to start homeschooling. Okay. Um, well, first off, my mother just was always a creative person and just grew that love of creativity in me. My family, um, my husband and I have five children, like you said, and their ages are from 12 to 22. And we started homeschooling in 2000. And um, my oldest was two years old and she had been going to our local church preschool, which is just a really wonderful school. And we just loved it. But every time she would leave, I would just feel that tug at my heart like, oh, I, just, I don't really want her to go. And um, at the same time, the Lord had just really surrounded me with some really great homeschooling friends. So all of that was in place when he just really revealed to my husband and I that we needed to start homeschooling. And so my mother was one of the ones that went with me to a homeschool convention first and 
from there, we just learned along the way and have, have never looked back. We always said, we'll take it year by year, but we have been homeschooling all the way through and will we'll always through high school. That is really, really a fun story. And congratulations on the two that you have graduated so far. That's a lot of work, I know. Yes. So, Nana, should I call you Nana or oh, Mrs. please, Nana? yes. Okay. I've come to most anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, it sounds like you were on board right away with homeschooling. You went mm -hmm. with, with your daughter to the homeschool convention. But I know when my parents started homeschooling, my grandparents, they weren't quite sure about how this was going to go. They were a little skeptical. So what were your, your real initial thoughts? And then did your opinion develop or change at all over time? Oh, goodness, yes. It, it just was not really done and uh, homeschooling that is. And I had all the, the feelings of, oh my goodness, she'll never have any friends. And, you know, it was just, I was not that su supportive. Um, and, and that's just being honest. So um, over the years though, especially after the homeschool convention, you know, there's just so much information out there and so much learning available now. And it can be tailored to what your child is interested in, uh, his attitudes and her abilities. And it just is marvelous, marvelous. And um, yes, I have definitely changed. I've been to uh, another homeschool uh, convention with Tricia and Steve, and it was an eye-opener. Uh, I mean, it really is all the things you can spend a huge amount of money on <laughs> and uh, uh, just wander about and I got to meet parents and children and it was just it was just wonderful. Oh, so I love homeschool conventions. They are yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Right. Right. So things have changed. I've come aboard. Oh, you know, I was just telling um a friend on Saturday we had a a new family over for dinner. We were getting to know them. And I was telling them a story about my grandmother. She um like you, you know, is sort of a little worried, like, are they ever going to have any friends? Will they learn anything? What's going to happen? And um, about probably when I was maybe 12 or 13, somewhere in there, her local newspaper ran some sort of scathing news article about, you know, anti-homeschooling. And by that time, my grandmother was completely transformed and she wrote a letter to the editor. She was like, let me tell you about my grandchildren. So yeah, I love awesome. to see how, how, how those opinions can definitely change. Mm -hmm. Well, Trisha, as you were homeschooling your children, what were some of the biggest surprises to you about homeschooling? Were there particular benefits or maybe even challenges that you and your family faced? Well, one thing that was a big surprise to me was an unexpected continuing education for myself. Mm -hmm. And that has just been so much fun. I, going in the public school system, I had a, a great education. I really did wonderful teachers and schools. But one thing I remember is in teaching my children, 
finally getting that picture of the history timeline. It's like, oh, that's how it all goes together because I was teaching them and able to learn myself. And then just more time to read those wonderful books and all of that. And each of my children have different learning styles, I've learned. And so that was a challenge at first, but then I saw what freedoms we have in homeschooling and being able to tailor a, any sort of curriculum or time schedule or anything like that to each child. So I guess the best part is the freedom. And sometimes that can be a little scary, but if you can just really rest in the fact that you have your children's best interest in mind and and work out whatever is facing you with um, supplies or curriculum or one-on-one or -on -one time with the child it just really it's it's just amazing hey did you know that you can leave a voice message here for me that might be Featured on a future episode of Homeschool Conversations, just head to anchor.fm slash humility and doxology and click the little message button below the podcast description. You could leave me questions or ideas or thoughts or, hey, if you have great tips for homeschool families, I would love to hear them. I look forward to hearing from you. I love the freedom and flexibility we have. Mm -hmm. And that lifelong learning aspect is something that's come up again and again in the conversations I've been having, especially with veteran homeschool moms in this video series. Anyone who's like kind of gone through and has graduated a few of their kids or is on the other side of it, that has been the common denominator. Every single one of them has mentioned. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Nana, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about art. Can you tell me about your history with art personally and then how you first began sharing that love of art with other people? Oh, my goodness. I can't even remember when I, I didn't want to draw, which I wasn't a very good student. There was a whole lot of la, la, la in school because I just wanted to paint and draw and I was pretty good at it. And my parents recognized this and they were very supportive and made sure that I had lessons with local artists who were able to hone my skills and uh, then you know, going through high school and college, you know, I was just ready to just be, you know, so fine and funny and cute and paint, painting wasn't that important. But uh, once I, I married and then, you know, here in the South, we get into volunteerism very early and we learn to become volunteers and so I did paint in hospitals and libraries and schools lots of schools we had lovely administrators who would 
let me and my beloved sister uh, bring our paints and the children would march by going to lunch and there we'd be just painting away. We painted on holidays when they were out of school. We painted during school. It was just a wonderful, wonderful time. And a lot of energy was put into the art. And uh, then a couple of years, uh, I was employed with the state of Georgia in uh, first the governor's office and then in the House of Representatives. And so I had quite a career in politics. And then, you know, all during that time, I was painting and uh, got to get my grandchildren interested in my art, which to me, pastels are just absolutely the answer to everyone's abilities. It's, they're, they're just so forgiving and wonderful. And that's continued on. Yeah, so what is it that you love? I mean, I, I think I know what you're gonna say but I'll let you tell people <laughs> what is it that you love about pastels in particular? You can't make mistakes. And that is true. There are no mistakes in pastels. If, and I'll make mistakes in our lessons, sometimes on purpose, but most of the time mm -hmm. it's like, oh, that arm over there is longer than the other. But you just, take your pastel and just swoosh right over it. Or you put a tree over here and cover up that side of the building that is like leaning a little bit, you know, and why not? You tell the children, you say, oh, Nana made a little mistake, you know, right there, the road is supposed to go this way and not that way or something, you know, there are just no mistakes in this art. And that's been something that I know has been a help to me and some of my children who are in particular like perfectionists. Oh, yes. And the thought of, oh, no, I just made a mistake. I've ruined it. I'm going to throw it away. Why even mm -hmm. keep going? Why try? Mm -hmm. And to have that kind of attitude taught and repeated. And, and honestly, the first few times, even with my kids, sometimes it was just too much. The mistake was too much. But over time, with that same encouragement, you know, it's really changed the way we approach an art project where you can do it with, with joy and peace and, oh, that's not exactly the way Nana's doing it or that's not exactly the way I meant to do it, but that's okay. They don't, you, no one can paint like the teacher. No one. No one can paint. I can't paint like she does and she's a good painter. And she can't paint as I do. There, there's just no way you can do it. You can do similar work and you can do a lesson and follow the steps. But we try to say, now look, you're the artist. You are. Mm -hmm. If you want a red shirt or a greenhouse, or if you want to put your army over here attacking the castle, in this history lesson, go right ahead, you know. So, you know, it's it is, it's it's very freeing and and we just 
love, love doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, that definitely, definitely comes across. Um, Trisha, I know that you and your children loved those early chalk pastel lessons with Nana. So how did it kind of move from your kitchen table, something you guys were doing as a family, mm-hmm. to the online world where we all get to come and have you guys come to our kitchen table? Well, when she first started teaching the children, um, I just was just taken with the fact that this was such a beautiful thing going on. And so I pulled the camera out and started taking pictures. And I remember I shared that first lesson online and we got a really great response and, and people said, well, you, will you share some more? And so we did. And we started taking step-by-step photos with, with written lessons, um, that would go along with things that we were studying Mm -hmm. or, or seasonal type things or celebrations. And we just kept continuing to do that. And one of our readers then sent me a a message and said, well, you know, I love all these lessons, but it's just kind of burdensome to sit down and find each one that we might need. So could you put them all together in like maybe an ebook for us? And so we said, well, sure, we'll, we'll do that. And so that's how our first A Simple Start in Chalk Pastels happened. And then um, after we had put together several of those type ebooks with like spring and Christmas and fall and sharks and all those type things, then um, the messages started coming. Well, what about video lessons? We would love for Nana to be able to actually teach us <laughs> rather than, you know, step by step. You know, people learn different ways. So um, we were a bit hesitant at first because, you know, us on camera, oh goodness. But um, we did it and we learned and it has just been a wonderful blessing to be able to put those out for other people to be able to enjoy Nana and learn that they are an artist and just have those family learning times together. So that was just like the simple progression of steps over a few years there. Well, what do I don't, I know that. She stood on a stool. (laughs) She stood on a stool in the kitchen. There's a little, little stool that the children would stand up to on the sink. Yep. You know, and she would video behind me. I mean, it was primitive. Oh, so, and, so professional. I mean, yeah, this, oh, it's just, we just. And yeah. now my, my 12 year old son said this morning, he said, You remember when we got that big light that daddy used to use to like do car repairs and we brought that in to, <laughs> to use as light for Nana's lessons? So, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, right now my computer is propped up on um, the pre-calc teacher books. So, you know, it's it's also very professional. But you make it work. Make it work. Well, what is your answer if people are like, well, this is all great, but, you know, we've got so much already in the homeschool schedule. You know, if you're answering some of those maybe people who are a little not sure yet, how would both of you say, what's the value of adding art study to our homeschool, our homeschool routine? Well, it's a great brain break. It really is. Yeah, especially like if you're stuck in something, a child is stuck in something, you can stop what you're doing, go over to the kitchen table and, and enjoy a lesson. And it just, it gives you a break, not only the, the parent, but the student. And then you can go back with a fresh perspective and continue those lessons. It also is just, it's a great way to enhance learning 
that's what we've especially found with our history studies, the I drew it, then I knew it lessons, because it reinforces that great learning that's already happening in your homeschool. And so while you, you're studying a certain subject, then you can also do an art lesson. And the artist, this artist student can say, yes, mom, I remember that we, we did this and this is what this. And so it's just really a, a wonderful, it's like a, that top frosting layer of, of learning. I, I like to think of it like that. And, and I would love for you to explain about how it, it is the two sides of the brain and how they, Oh, you know. well, there are days that, you know, I only have one side of my brain, but <laughs> um, I did years ago take this marvelous course called Drawing on the Left Side of Your Brain, and it is just very true. I've found it out. It's just the actual manual, listen to me, the manual pushing of the pastel chalk across a page with the intent of drawing, say, President James Madison. Okay, well, now that in itself is rather intimidating for, for students, but you're using that chalk. I'm talking because I never stop talking. And we just chat and the chatting and the pushing of the chalk makes that brain just bloom and they will remember mama did you know that james madison was only five feet four inches tall he was he's not much taller than he was not <laughs> i have not met him yet mm -hmm. um he was not tall at all but he was married to the magnificent dolly who got him where he was. So anyway, it's just, it is a marvelous way to have students of all ages to comprehend, to remember these facts. It's just stunning. And it was given to me, given to me. I didn't think it up. No, no, I, we, I'm always trying to think of new, new courses and new things to do. And, and this was just straight from our maker, the great artist. And it has been marvelous. Oh, I love that. And I love how all the different parts of our body, the thinking, the hearing, the talking, the drawing, how that all comes together to make learning come alive and to kind of solidify it in there. Otherwise, just hear a fact and it goes out the other side, but um, to make learning more fun. That is fabulous. Well, if a mom is thinking, well, I'm not really an artist. I mean, that was me. I, I remember one time when one of my children was very young and we were out drawing with sidewalk chalk and they were like, mommy, draw some animals. So I drew my very best turtle. And they said, mommy, is that a car? <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll never draw again. I've actually only gotten back into art with your lessons. I'm like, if my kids can do it, I can do it. 
<laughs> but for the mom who's feeling like I'm not an artist or I don't know enough to help my children, or maybe they're worried about the mess, what can you kind of say to encourage the reluctant mom or the scared mom? I would say practice, you know, even start with five minutes. And one thing that we would do is we would just clear the dishes after lunch and just pull out the chalk pastels to, and we would sit down and do a lesson that would match what we were learning. And just that practice helped me realize, Hey, I'm an artist too. I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can learn from Nana. And it also is just very calming. So you not only have the benefit of practice and becoming an artist and developing your skill, but you just have that calming experience for, for everyone. And as far as the mess, baby wipes are your friends yes. big time and, or damp paper towels work just as well. And another thing we would do is maybe put down a plastic tablecloth. If we were worried about, you know, if we had to do something right away, right afterwards, um, or even putting some towels down all the way up to the sink so that if there was anything that, that dropped along the way, you know, it, it would be easy cleanup and you can get right to the sink and wash hands off. But really chalk pastels are not that messy. They're, they are, they do have the, that dust layer, but it's just so easy to clean up afterwards. It's not like any of the forever paints, the acrylics and things yeah. that we, we use. Um, I just think of them as just easy to use that way. And moms may not know this, but the pastels wash out of clothes really easily. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. So you just yeah. need to paint with them. Sit down mm -hmm. next to them. And if they're three years old or something, you can hold them by the throat and say, <laughs> okay, we're going to. No, what you need to do is to just let them draw a line if they're three or four as you know as long as they can hold a stick of pastel draw that line and you have a job as a parent draw that line look at that line that is the best line i have seen all day can you do a circle and they draw the circle very proudly. You just praise. That's the key to the whole thing. Everyone loves praise. I love praise. When I paint, I want her, or the children, or somebody to say, wow, Nana, that was really a good picture. Thank you, or whatever. You know, because they don't ever get gifts, bless their hearts. They get paintings <laughs> so, so, so if you work with them if you actually draw you know knights and crusaders are wonderful with boys and i learned that i have this giant fear of drawing horses well you can fake it <laughs> and maybe you know little johnny can do a horse better than you can and let him do it and then say can you show me how to do that or that was just wonderful look at that and then go and put it on the refrigerator door and everybody that comes in has to look at the horse and the crusader that you know he has drawn it's just it just makes sense 
that's the completion of the lesson is to praise it the best line the best circle the best crusader the best president the best shark <laughs> i love that i love that the end of the lesson is the praise that's fantastic exactly with my little guy so my youngest is four and sometimes his art i'm not always exactly sure what he is intending for it to be and my mom shared wonderful wisdom with me many years ago she said you don't ever assume you know what the small child drew so you don't say oh that that's a nice person or and they're like it's not a person <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> so instead i say oh i love this please tell me all about your picture mm -hmm. And then they get to tell me about it. And as they're telling me about it, then I can kind of respond to whatever it right. turns out that is on the page. Right. So, yeah. All right. Well, I love to ask veteran moms this question. So, Trisha, here is a question for you. If you could go way back in time to yourself as a new homeschool mom, and you could tell yourself something from your future self, <laughs> what would you go back and say? to that new homeschool mom? A couple of things, I think. Um, one, stay home. <laughs> I mean, I used to really fret about needing to go on every field trip because we might be missing out on something. And um, it just, it's nice to have full days at home and maybe even designated day of the week to stay home to really get some things done. And you can learn so much in your own backyard or just in a short circle of area, you know, around your house. And um, just rest in that, that you really can enjoy that with your children. Yeah, another thing I would say to myself is, those teenage years are not gonna be that bad. They really aren't. I mean, there's just such fear out there that people talk about, about how awful the teenage years are gonna be. But when you're homeschooling, you're building those relationships. And I just, some of my best, most favorite years of homeschooling have been when they have been in high school. And we've just had, you know, all those late night talks. Of course, you know, that's kind of a balance there because then if you have younger ones, then you're up early. But you're just, it's just wonderful, wonderful times. And um, of course there are challenges in each age and stage. But I would just say, don't fear those homeschooling high school years. That the Lord will provide the resources and the encouragement that you need for those years. And it's just a wonderful time. Oh, that is an encouragement I think many moms are going to need to hear and listen to again. And, um, you know, I, my oldest is, is in high school and I am loving this, this stage. It's really fun. And I kind of think the hardest part of parenting really is body training. So if you can get past that. Amen. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us and chatting today. Can you please tell people where they can find you all around the web? Sure. Um, you can find me at hodgepodge.me. That's where we share um, art lessons and recipes and homeschool. And then also over at thecurriculumchoice.com, I share curriculum reviews, all of our favorites, plus we have a team of authors there that share all sorts of re reviews. So making homeschool decisions easy. 
And then, of course, at chalkpastel.com, we have all kinds of art lessons. And Nana has. You're an artist, and we have uh, blog posts. And I mean, if you hear somebody talking, it's usually me. Uh, so we're all over. And you have a podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is a good one. I have that up on my list of, of podcasts for homeschoolers. So that's a fun one. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I talk about just about everything. So mm -hmm. it is a blessing. Well, thank you again, ladies. And I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Thanks for listening in on this week's Homeschool Conversation. For show notes and links to all the resources we discussed, head to humilityanddoxology.com slash homeschool-conversations. And if these episodes are an encouragement to you, would you take a moment to leave a rating and review and to share with your friends? I am so thankful that you are here on this adventure with me. Let's repent of our constant striving Relish the joy of learning and rest in the work of Christ on our behalf. Stand fast, my friends.